You're listening to the Sincere Skin series, a platform where we share the personal stories and first-hand accounts of those living with unique skin conditions. Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of our new Sincere Skin series. Your hosts for today are me, Tiffany Nguyen, and Bobby Fan. Our first guest is Rhea Patel, who is the founder of The Daily Dosage on Instagram. Today she will be talking about her experiences with morphia, a rare skin condition. So to start off this podcast, Rhea, let's have you introduce yourself and talk about where you go to school and where you're from. Mm -hmm. Hi, everyone. My name is Rhea Patel, and I am a high school senior in Austin, Texas. Tell me about your skin condition. So basically, I have a skin condition called morphia, which um, basically causes your proteins in your arm or just your body in general to overproduce. So the collagen in your skin starts to overproduce and make your um, skin more thickened and just like a lot of different patches all around your body. And I think that, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's very interesting. Um, when did you find out you had it? So I actually got diagnosed with morphia when I was four years old. So this is actually a really interesting story. Um, I went to, I think, a wedding in New Jersey when I was four. And I was just like walking around, having fun, playing outside. And I guess New Jersey is the garden state. So at first, um, my parents like started to notice these little spots on my hands. And they were like, oh, my gosh, what is this? This is something different. And so we went to the pediatrician and she asked us to recall those times that I was there. And like the first times that they found out and saw these spots on my arms. And I remember um, they told me that I was eating lemon with corn on, like I was eating, I mean, I was eating corn on the cob with lemon. And um, basically the pediatrician had said, maybe it's the sun's imprint on your, like on your arm. She she thought that maybe I didn't wash my hands properly. And like, there might be lemon running down my arm and the sun imprinted that kind of thing on my arm. But as we started to go to more dermatologists, rheumatologists to get like blood work done and biopsies done, um, we actually found out it's a condition called morphia. And basically, um, the re- we don't know the true cause behind my morphia, but I think that um, since New Jersey is the garden state, they said that maybe I had um, touched a plant when I was playing around because morphia can be triggered by unknown external causes. And so that might be something that triggered that internal reaction um, in me and my body, which caused me to have spots all over the left side of my body. Yeah, so that's really interesting. Um, I was just wondering, so I know that you said that there were a lot of like doctor trips that you had to do, like going to the dermatologist. And um, so how like lengthy of a process was that? How long did it take you to realize that you had morphia? Um, so I'm not too sure since I was four years old at the time, but I do remember it took a couple of months at least because my pediatrician had um, said that it was like imprints. And then we went to the dermatologist who had said that um, we'll have to get a biopsy done. And I think that's when we found out that I had morphia. But then after that, I was referred to a rheumatologist, I think a child cancer specialist to make sure it wasn't tumorous or anything and also a rheumatologist just to make sure that like the diagnosis was on point. But I think by the time we got to the dermatologist, it was pretty clear after my biopsy that that's what I had. So um, tell me, how common is it? Did you grow up with um, experiencing like 
being a bit different than your peers because I know like having skin condition it's something that's a bit more apparent and I know like tell me how you felt growing up and how has it affected your life so morphia has is actually really rare among people in the United States as well as around the world um I think one in three or like one um out of three um out of like a hundred thousand children get it and it's super rare and um, so I haven't known anyone who had a skin condition like this. Of course, I knew people that had other skin conditions and things like that. But with me, I didn't feel different until I started to go to school, um, especially my elementary school years and my middle school years. Like throughout that transition was kind of interesting because um, since it's all over the left side of my body, they can't see like the spots on my back that are a little bit more prominent or like my leg. But the most common one was my hand since they did the biopsy there. And there's a big um, hardened spot there. And so basically my entire left arm is just covered in these like dark spots and um, they're pretty hard and things like that. And so they could tell that my arm was different. And so they would ask me like, hey, have you been under fire before? Or like, what happened? Did you get burned? And things like that. And I was always, I kind of got annoyed at first when I was young. I was like, why are you um, telling me this? Like, I'm not different. It's just my arm that has these spots on it. Like, it's just a physical appearance. But I don't think it has ever affected me to a point where I've thought like, oh, um, this is something bad. But I know that I've got like really annoyed especially when I was little I used to wonder like why was I the one that had to have this condition why do I have to go and tell everyone what it's about and things like that but yeah well I'm glad that it didn't affect you too much besides um, annoyance and the occasional um, negative thought but um, you mentioned that it was only on your left side uh, do you know if there's a certain reason for that um, I actually do not know till date. I have no clue why it was only on my left side. It's just something that happened. But I think that um, something else that was interesting to me was when I was learning more about it, I found out that like the reason why this happens is because if you are um, like finding that one trigger in your life, like if you come back to it, um, it will keep growing. Like, thankfully, mine went into remission. So, like, my spots have been the same and it's, like, starting to go away now. But I know that if I ever come in contact with whatever it was, um, it could continue to grow. And also, one other thing I found out was that, like, when my proteins are attacking the skin layer to make it harder because of the way that this works, um, that my muscle layer starts to shrink. So, you can see like my bones are a little bit more visible on my left side and you can like actually feel it. So my left arm is a little bit skinnier than the right, but I thought that was interesting. Um, morphia is an autoimmune disease, yeah, but it's one of the really rare ones, as I said before. Has it like affected your health? It's just the visual appearances. But I know at first we were really scared that like, um, like what are these spots going to do? And I remember like when I was little, my entire family and like my parents used to go around trying to find different treatment options and things like that since there isn't really a treatment for morphia um so we used to try and like find all these creams and do all that kind of stuff but we also tried to um do like oil occlusion therapy um by like putting saran wrap around your arm and things like that um using yogurt 
just a lot of different homemade remedies to try and like um, make the spots go away. But that um, just at like at the end, I started to realize that this wasn't worth it and that like my morphia is a part of me. So I kind of just have to deal with it and um, live with it and kind of rise above it and that I shouldn't try and go after just trying to like um, get rid of it. That's great. Um, is there like anything specific that like any specific things that you've done to make sure you feel proud in your own skin? Because I know that you said um, you eventually rose above it. Uh, were there like anything, was there anything you had to do to do like accomplish that? Yeah. So after like when I was young, I used to like cover myself up a lot. Like I used to wear a lot of long sleeve clothing and just try and like, as I said before, just like my entire family was trying to help me and like trying to get rid of these spots. But eventually I realized that this wasn't going to happen. And so as I started to transition into my teenage years, especially, I asked my doctors and like um, researched a lot about morphia and saw like what the root causes were and things like that behind it because I'm really interested in medicine and I think it's somewhere that I want to go and I know like as a patient myself it's important for me to know exactly what my diagnosis meant and all of that so I, as I, I think as I started to research more about it I started to feel more empowered about it that I knew exactly what was happening instead of being in the unknown and kind of being really scared to um, go through this and I think that um, just being able to know exactly what um, caused or not even what caused it but like what it was um, I think that's something that really helped me like uplift me and actually understand like okay this is something I'm gonna live with but it's not as bad as other diseases out there. Uh, okay I see uh, so would you say that morphia has had like a significant effect on like your um career plans and stuff um i think it has gotten me really more interested into the medical field specifically just because at a young age i was exposed to all these doctors and i remember putting like my all of my trust into them because like i didn't know what they were going to do to me but i still like accepted it and things like that and i think that that kind of connection as a patient myself um, is something that will help me in the future. And I think that in the future, as a physician, I want to kind of um, build that, uh, build and replicate that kind of trust and connection between my patients. Um, if I like, I'm probably wanting to go into pediatrics or geriatrics. So I think that if I go into pediatrics, it will help me a lot as I, as a young child, have been in that hospital type setting. And it would help me a lot in terms of like connecting with children one-on-one. Yeah, um, I'm actually like really excited because I know a lot of kids and a lot of people that in my age that I know tend to go into the medical field because of their own experiences. And I'm, and I'm happy because um, it's always good to have someone in the occupation that truly has like their own intrinsic passion for it. So I know that you mentioned wanting to be a pediatrician or um, what was the other one? Um, either a pediatrician or a geriatrician. It's yeah. like um, elderly. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any like specific um, experiences with doctors that really like was like the tipping point for you saying, oh, I want to be a doctor? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think my tipping point was in seventh grade when we had to pretend to research an entire um, medical specialty. And so I chose endocrinology. So I researched it in and out, like all the different types of diseases. And I made a whole lab report on it. And at the end of the month, the teacher called in all of the theater kids to act out a few um, diagnoses. And then we had to go and kind of diagnose them. And I ended up finding a specific disease, but also one that was really common that I knew the teacher was going to look for. And the teacher said that the normal, like the uh, common one was normal and it was perfectly on spot. But she said that she didn't know what the specific diagnosis was. So she went in and searched it up. And she was like, you're pinpoint on like what exactly this diagnosis was. And I remember I was just like looking at the theater kid, theater kid and just like getting every single note of every single symptom that they were facing. And I think just like, that's when I started to realize that like my meticulousness really helps with um, me taking like a bunch of small details and putting it together in a bigger conclusion. And I think that's when it hit me that like I wanted to go into the field of medicine. But after that, I started to have a lot of experiences volunteering in hospitals, especially on like the geriatric care, um, like nursing floor. And I think that's where I started to meet a lot of um, people there. And I started to get a lot of connections with patients and just be able to like feed them, talk to them, play games with them and things like that. So I think that's something that really um, made me want to go into medicine. Okay, so I know that your experiences um, as a child in the doctor's office has made you become interested in pediatrics, but is there a certain reason why you're also interested in geriatrics? Mm-hmm. So as I said before, I worked a lot on the nursing unit, and that entire floor was full of patients that were elderly. And ever since I, ever since I was a young child, I also had um, a pen pal from the elderly home. And I remember we used to write poems together like every Thursday. And I think just seeing her growing up and then moving on to the like hospital and volunteering and meeting all these new elderly folk and just talking to them about their life, helping feed them and like for them to eat, um, playing games with them. I think that's just something that came naturally to me. And also I have three grandparents living with me ever since I was born. So I think that um, they're like, I'm very thankful to have them with me. And I think my experiences with them and just exposure to my grandparents like directly has made me want to go into that side of things as well. Yeah, so um, I'm glad that you had a early push to want to go into medicine. So one of my last few questions I have for you is, do you have any tips or advice that you want to give to your peers that may have had the same skin condition as you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in the end, it's a journey that you're fighting. And I think the best way, especially for me, was to go out there and just look up what your disease is. Because if you're not sure about what you have or what you're diagnosed with, you won't be able to be confident in your skin. So for me, like since I was little, I didn't know what it was. And so I used to just tell them that, oh, no, I didn't. I wasn't in a fire. Like, no, I wasn't burned. I just have this. It's just there. And over time, I think um, it just really empowered me to know exactly what my condition was. And I think that if you go out there and you actually realize 
that like you're this is your condition and you can actually tell other people about it i think that's something that's very empowering um but you know that you're the unique one and that you have something unique to share with everyone else and i think that's just something that um is new about you and just something that you should cherish instead of look down upon because when especially since I want to go into medicine when I look out into the field of medicine I see a lot of other people struggling with a bunch of different conditions that they have and then I see and like how thankful I am to actually know exactly what my condition is as well as it's not um any like it's not um health like detrimental to my health so I think that's something that I really value and I'm very thankful for. So I know that um, it's it's hard to have a skin condition, especially something that's apparent. And I know that although it might not affect you, um, like physically might not be really that detrimental to your health, like you said, it can also hurt you mentally because like growing up as a kid, like kids talk, right? Yeah. So have you had like a good support system do you know any other peers with skin conditions and are your family supportive mm -hmm. um i think my family has always been supportive of this condition with me i think at first we all were kind of scared of the unknown and that's why we started to seek out a lot of different treatment options and things like that but in the end we kind of realized that this is like something that i'm going to be living with and something that just can't change and i think like in terms of peers, I've had really good friends just sometimes like in elementary school and things like that. I used to feel a little bit down because people would kind of treat me differently or just ask me questions about it. And I kind of was done with it at that time. But I think overall, I've had a really good support system. Um, and then I know like throughout my middle school years, as well as high school, um, a lot of my friends don't realize, like when I go out and speak about my skin condition, they don't realize that I actually have it, even though it's kind of apparent on my left arm, which just shows how like supportive my friends are of it, as well as um, how it kind of shows like how other people don't focus on the things that you think they might focus on. And um, just, I think it's really cool to see how like, um, you're not treated based on your physical appearance, especially for me. And I think that's something that I'm just very thankful to have, that kind of group of friends and family. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today to talk about Morphia. We are so grateful to have the opportunity to just spread knowledge about skin disease and promote awareness. So we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to our first episode of the Sincere Skin Series. We wish you a good night and we'll see you in the next episode.